Morning. Good morning. And welcome to the latest, latest, latest edition of the Estate Agent Podcast. Um, I had a really nice message on my um, Facebook memories today from Nathan Jackman. So, um, but oh, typical, typical. We're so well prepared this morning. Um, can't find it, but it was um, over two <laughs> years ago. Saying um, yeah. Stephen Brown, along with Luke Sinclair and Andrew Overman, they will help any business grow and adapt. If you've not done so already, listen to their weekly podcast. Thank you. How kind was that? Yeah. That was nice. And do you know what we were doing three years ago? Two years ago as well. Two, two years ago, we were driving across the Golden Gate Bridge to that coffee shop where we had cake and Rade had his whiskey in his coffee. Yes. God, That's exactly what we were doing two years ago, but we were in San Francisco at NAR. Yeah, you believe it. God, time time flies, doesn't it? Incredible. Yeah. What a different world we live in now. It is. So, um, good morning, David and Mint. Thank you for joining us, Chris. Thanks very much for joining us. Um, David, I think maybe um, chumps rather than champs is more appropriate, but thank you. Yeah, <laughs> Rade is a character. He certainly is. So, look, we have... met him for two minutes. <laughs> Did he tell you about his father, his uncle, his granddad? No, no he's, I don't think he did go into. He went into a bit of politics. He likes a bit of a politics uh, chat. Um, no, Chris came to us recently and did some refresher video training. Um, uh, about a week or so ago so really grateful to chris's time on that one to give us some insider tips on what's working well for the um uh uh the other agents and what's 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 not good he's a good guy that chris watkin does loads and loads he's, for the industry absolutely exceptional what he does yeah he does and he does like to travel first class first class Chris anyway so you've had you've been away to Dubai you've been to EA Masters you've been to see another agent up in um, Yorkshire yeah so you've done a fair bit so let's catch up let's talk about Dubai and relaxing and actually switching off for your business for about three yeah. weeks didn't listen to any um, didn't look at any emails yeah didn't yeah. call anybody. Didn't no. take my calls. You I remember that. There. I know because I, I, I thought you deserved loads of time off. No, I still don't take your calls when I'm back here. So I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's it nothing was, new there anyway. It was it um, it was, it was, re it was really nice actually, um, and it was the first time ever that I've been away. So I took three weeks off. Um, one because um, my stepdaughter had um, got married. So we had that just before we flew out. Um, so we had that um, just on the outskirts of um, Banbury. Um, so that, that was really nice to go to um, and honored to be invited amongst the small guest count uh, on that one. Um, so uh, so yeah, three weeks out in total and I didn't look at a single, I, I looked at the odd email and I looked at the odd Slack message, but nothing major, but I didn't look at a single dashboard. So if someone had said, how's the business doing? Um, your guesses would be as good as mine. I couldn't tell you how many vows we would have booked. Whereas previously, I would have been 
constant looking at emails, constant looking at Slack messages or texts or WhatsApps and uh, dashboards and activity and what people are doing. And it's not that I didn't care. It's just that I recognized that I needed that complete switch off time um, to come back fresh um, and uh, rejuvenated and energized. And that's exactly what, what kind of happened. Um, and it and was how lovely. did they cope without you, Luke? Yeah, I think they did okay. No, they, no, they all did. No, they all did fine. They all did fine, and they respected the fact of uh, that I was away, uh, which was which was nice. Um, so, yeah, no, they all did. They all did well. Um, there's a great. There's a great team there. They know what they're doing. They don't need me to tell them what to do. So that's 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 the other plus point. I think there's a lesson there. Um, totally um, about switching off about um getting your business to a place actually where they don't need to rely on you um you trust them as well to look after it as if it's their own so i think that's fantastic morning michelle congratulations and celebrations absolutely yeah. exceptional so well well, well done well, michelle well well deserved because well, well i know how much effort michelle puts in she, I think she's another one that really doesn't properly switch off um, and is constantly either looking at doing a buyer guide or doing something on a website or or buying plastic dogs for people to sit on in their offices um, and things. So now I like those dogs, Michelle. Um, so um, so yeah, it's it, she she did she well deserved for her and Josh to go up on stage to get that. It uh, must have been a great uh, a great moment. Uh, that's going to stay in the in the memory book for them both. Oh, a hundred percent, and so well deserved. I'm so happy for Michelle and John and Josh and everybody at JDG Estate Agents in Lancaster and Morecambe. Sell your property with them if you need to sell, and you're in Lancaster and Morecambe. They're the yeah. agents to go to. Absolutely exceptional. Um, Rob, thank you, and thank you, Jerry Lyons, for the nice um, bit of merchandise. My favourite colour as well so um thank you and lovely meeting you rob twice twice in a couple of weeks so meet you at the um it was at the Esters, and then also um i gate crashed icebergs um event very briefly on um i think it was thursday morning so yeah. um lovely to you, rob and you're an inspiration everything you do and congratulations on um your visit or your shortlist as well being shortlisted which is absolutely exceptional so um well done yeah absolutely stuff yeah and, and someone's being quite humble aren't they in the award that they received on um, wednesday mr brown you've muted yourself now <laughs> no definitely not muted no okay definitely. so congratulations Stephen. it was well deserved the award that you got um so um and i would imagine if if you were head and shoulders above above the nearest nearest rival so it's it was very well deserved so well done. thank you thank you it would have been nice to be there but let's move on yeah yeah um what what's what's the phrase better not bitter yes 100 100 yeah. um and thank you michelle that's very kind yeah i've got more i've got more trophies than tottenham and they're not <laughs> at least they're not, and, and at least they're not dusty that's all i can say 
<laughs> but with a new manager now, hopefully there's a bit of hope, bit of hope, be a bit more passion there. So, so yeah. we're excited. So going away on holiday, I know Dubai, you've got your six stars and seven stars and eight stars hotels. Yeah. Um, any lessons here agents can learn from um, the service excellence out there? Um, do the basics really well. Um, so a couple of couple of examples couple of examples and and this doesn't this didn't necessarily cost them any extra money um i didn't mean that i i consumed more product from them because we went all inclusive um for it but um like in the morning i'd go for my morning swim and when i came out of the pool and i was walking back um the guy would automatically know what coffee i had so he would go and get me go and get me my coffee um so that's that's just that's just one that's just one example or the coffee shop that i went to and they had the and i posted some of these pictures on social media where they had like little phrases and sayings and positivity messages actually handwritten on the cup um so again just the, just a simple thing just a simple thing like that but clean cleanliness presentation um nothing is too nothing is too much trouble so are we doing that in our businesses are we getting the basics right um and are we um are we making it easy and giving customer those those well moments was was the big was the big big thing uh, but that was consistent that it didn't start off here and then down here at, at the, towards the end of the holiday it was constantly at this level constantly at this level oh so good good and tog gareth southgate the gates how's your german luke uh dreadful oh no good uh michelle wish you speedy recovery um thanks for joining us this morning we are we are grateful um so let's talk about um wednesday um yeah you had some good speakers there so again takeaways learnings and anybody else that was there um what did you get from wednesday and listening to the speakers any things that are worth um talking about um I, I, you've kind of mentioned it right at, right at the beginning with with our teams and and it was all with Steve and MR Covey um, and it's about trust and you've first got in order to get trust back you've got to extend trust first um, and I think there's a massive um, gap between managers or agency bosses prepared to extend that trust um, they they want it the other way around. They want the trust back from the colleagues for for them to actually then return the trust, and that's not the way it works. Um, so trust, uh, and I think that that's that kind of was emphasised with when we when I was able to get away and just extending that trust to the team to know that that or empowering them to know that they can do the best job that they can and. You trust them to, to get on with it essentially and whatever they do they're going to make the right judgment call so that that's i've, I've heard him twice speak now and and every time i i take a new thing a new thing out of it um so so yeah ab absolutely and, and listening to the olympians it's just it's just inspiring about what they have to go through so again um can't remember the the name of the the male swimmer but 30 hours training per week in order to do his two minutes in the pool wow and yet so, if, 
So we're at, we're at work eight hours a day, let's say. How much training a week are we doing in order to do those eight hours? I would imagine less than half an hour. I'd imagine less less than half an hour. And again, that kind of just reinforces what we're planning to do as, as a business, that we're, it, it just gives us that confidence boost. Yeah, that's it, it's definitely the right thing to do. We've got to give our teams the skills and the knowledge, and we've got to be constantly investing in that. And sometimes you can, can you overtrain people? Doing 30 hours a week for two minutes work, is that overtraining? Absolutely not. But he is a gold medal winner in, in the sense that we want to be a gold medal or the leading agent in the area. And when are you going to get that if we're constantly investing in our, in our teams? And that's that's what we're doing as, as a business. Professionals practice before they play. Yeah. They just don't learn, they just don't turn up and think it's going to be an easy three points or whatever it is. You know, you look at Federer and how he's won his um, X amount of grand slams, the amount of practice he does day in, day out, day in, day out. Yeah. And in fairness, that's why they're top of their, you know, to, top at the top of their sports and yeah. um you know i think dame sarah's story is a massive um record holder i think she's won the most um most olympic or paralympic medals yeah uh yeah. Um, you know which is exceptional and also i understand she lives next to um she's very close to Ali. Ali. they come from the same place very well, nice yes so yeah. maybe maybe she can pop in and say hello on our training routes yeah so morning, again, Kevin. thanks for joining us and thank you very much for your kind words again just just the other thing that, that kind of you just reminded me of something it back going back to the whole trust thing and it's about doing the right thing as well um and doing it with the right intent um again my, my, my i haven't got my notes with me this morning but there was the tennis match where the tennis player called uh, it was called as an out um and it would have gone in his favor but he questioned it with the judge said no that wasn't out you can actually see the mark it was inside the line and that player actually went on to lose the match uh, and this it wasn't just a uh sunday kind of knock around this was a proper uh grand slam match but again it's, it's about giving giving that right intent and making the right uh doing the right thing so again are you doing the right thing for your customers are you doing the right thing for your colleagues and everything that you're doing i and rather than not thinking of the outcome i maybe the pound note value or the success that comes afterwards okay so five weeks to go so it's six yeah. weeks to go before um before xmas yeah okay. joe joe and his friend were putting up christmas decorations yesterday i got all my christmas decorations out Apart yeah. from a trade, yeah, he was so excited, so excited, bless him. I didn't feel it was quite right to do the tree; that would take too long. So that's the next stop. <laughs> but my win but the windows have been done, the inside's been done, um, so all the tinsel's up. So he's very happy now. Next thing is a tree, crazy. So as agents, are we going to switch off now? or are we going to go and really put the foot down on the accelerator and make sure we have an exceptional start to 2022? What should agents be doing now to make sure that they get that kickstart to next year? Well, I think you're going to get find some that are just going to take their foot off the pedal. 
um, and just coast through. But then in February and March, probably be wondering why they've not got much of a pipeline or many exchanges happening. Um, or you're going to get agents that are going to engage with their clients and they need to then continue that engagement throughout the rest of the year. So, because again, customers will realize to contact them when things get quiet again. So, because I think, oh, the market's gone quiet and my agent's back, an agent's back on the phone. So now more than ever is a great time to be making sure everyone's okay. Again, there's maybe the elderly, um, can, you get, can you get out to help them? Um, Still, still, there's going to be demand for schoolwork printing. There's still school children isolating. Again, just touching base with them on what what is the new, what is the new value of the home and what, what how. Again, you've asked this question: How has COVID changed the way that they view their house or view their home? Um, because we're seeing a lot of people that moved two years ago, eighteen months ago, and actually want to move again. What they were buying it turned out not to be the house that they want to be staying in yeah that's a really interesting point you have to talk about yourself so i need to let my dog out of the moment because he's whining excuse me <laughs> no worries so um so recently i think the time i had we've had about half a dozen people that have contacted us um whereby they've said we've moved in and we've, it's, it's not what we want we want to be back towards the city so maybe they've moved that into the country they want to be back more towards the city or they've moved into this lovely home but it needs lots of maintenance and it's made a 1930s home 1920s home um and they've realized well, we don't want to be doing that we can't find tradesmen again finding tradesmen is a difficult answer. so they're um so they're moving into a brand new brand new build home now so um there's lots of people i think in, in this position and it's our job to have those conversations with those people to, to help them maybe realize that Okay, and I think every training session I've had in the past three or four months, just to back that up, I've been asking that question, you know, can I yeah. ask, has anybody bought the property in the last 12 to 18 months? Maybe a few hands go up. Um, and then I say, actually, I found this too small, or it's too big, or I actually need a bigger garden. Or I've realised I hate my partner, so you know the follow-up question then was: Well, if I was to find you that property within your budget, would you consider moving again? Um, yes, and it's really interesting, and I've, it's definitely been one every session. So you know, you imagine yeah. how many properties you've been selling. So you know, my advice to anybody is go through the people that bought through you the last twelve to eighteen months and ask and have that conversation with them um, and yeah. see where it leads. Um, the other thing, morning, Ollie, we were just talking about you. Congratulations on your fantastic award and achievement. Absolutely delighted for you. So well done. Um, so, you know, that's the one thing, obviously, I'd be looking at um, going through everybody that bought the last 12 to 18 months. Definitely, definitely, definitely um, an opportunity there. Um, and again, just speaking to people and start offering the annual health checks as well. The other thing is um, interest rates for mortgage market. Looks like um, rates are starting to go up. So um, again, anybody done any videos or got a mortgage broker or your local broker to do a video with you 
to start talking about what's likely to happen in the mortgage market. Should you be buying now as a buyer while rates are still low? Um, I think it's nailed on that interest rates are going to go up. Um, I'm not sure when, um, but, you know, with inflation nearing or, you know, I read it's going to go up to 5%. Petrol's the most expensive it's been for a long, long time. Um, you look at gas prices and electric prices, you know, going up and companies going bust now. Actually, it's now a good time to be getting a fixed mortgage. You know, yeah. so there's loads of mortgage opportunities as well. So start speaking to your mortgage brokers. Start maybe you've got some um, people that bought for you a couple of years ago that may be looking to re your business. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And th there's a uh, a recent uh, Monday morning chat, I think it was, with Tom Ferry on, on this exact subject, but it was more around, are you referring your customers to your mortgage broker or are you connecting them? So it's connections rather than referrals. And they've, they've noticed that since they start using the word connections rather than referrals, their actual conversion rate has has, has gone up. So Jake at the office that I'm at at the minute, he, he kind of picked up on that podcast and he shared it with me. Uh, and they've been using that as a new new wording. Uh, again, they've noticed an improved take up of people actually then wanting to speak to the mortgage broker by saying, look, can I connect you with our mortgage broker rather than can I refer you to? Okay. And again, so little change of word, language and the importance of language and yeah. how it works i listened to that podcast and it was exceptional yeah it was uh, it, it was it was a good it was a good podcast and it was good to see again someone listening to those things outside of me saying it um or encouraging people to and then actually taking and taking action with it um and then saying wow this this actually does work so yeah. um so absolutely so try it with your teams change that word from referrals to connections can i connect you with our broker can i can can i connect you with our removals team can i connect you with our lettings department can i connect you with our conveyancing team all the opportunities are there again just a just little small change of language what i also like is um jake actually one listening to the podcast but more importantly yeah. taking action you know and again yeah. that's the difference you know between exceptional and, and which is absolutely fantastic so brilliant well done jake so what yeah. else have you got what else is going on in luke sinclair's world at the moment um so we touched on it earlier actually with um training um, so we're just refining our training program that we're going to deliver to the whole team at the end of the month. And that is everything from when we first come into contact with that customer to booking the market appraisal to what happens after the market appraisal. And we want to make that completely world class so that everyone knows exactly what goes on. So again, we've got the, for, for example, we've got like a, what's the equivalent of a valuer's scorecard. So, you know, like, for example, if you're watching the game this afternoon, so who are Tottenham playing this afternoon? I mean, who are Tottenham beating this afternoon? Who are Everton. Everton. So, so normally when it comes up on the football match, um, 
Sky Sports will bring up Harry Kane. He's played so many minutes. He's scored so many goals per minute uh, or per game or whatever. Uh, how many yeah. passes he's not, made? Not, not, not a lot this season. No, okay. not, not a lot. So maybe a bad example, but, um, <laughs> but there'll be other... other I get the point. Um, so, again, not, not everyone is statistic-based, but some people are. So how can you relate that to estate agencies so that again we're building that in so we've got the career stats or the uh the scorecard or whatever it is so that goes hand in hand as part of it but then it backs it up with some of the nice the nice uh fluffy things that sometimes people appreciate so maybe if it's a google review that mentions someone's name um along those lines um or a particular situation where the review mentions that oh you handled my late mother's estate you, you were priceless throughout the whole process and always kept in communication with us, whatever that is. So we're making sure we've got every eventuality covered and we're delivering that as a new training program at the end, at the end of this month. But then we've diarized future training to check and challenge. So we've launched it. Are we now doing it? And we, cause not all your team are going to get it straight away. So we then need to fine tune it and tweak it. Um, but then that comes back to that's, we're going down the route of establishing our own training academy whereby we're having a designated or dedicated venue uh, which we're just um, looking for at this moment in time uh, where we're going to be structuring regular training sessions weekly monthly quarterly on different subjects some will be large groups where it involves all the teams some will be smaller groups um, but where it's set up with the right environment for them to come and learn to be the best versions of them that they can be fantastic that's very exciting so yeah. um how have you found how have you found um the morning tony thanks for joining us hope the imps had a good result yesterday i don't actually know um so that is exciting yeah please so how have you found how have you found the commercial agents then compared to residential agents wow um very laid back and i don't know is it because they're busy or is it always my understanding is that it seems to be like that all the time with commercial agents uh there's don't get me wrong there's a couple and one of them that we're dealing with we've dealt with for a long time um and they are exceptional uh, at what at what they do um but a lot of them absolutely absolutely awful absolutely awful so um i think there's a big gap in the market there if anyone's thinking of becoming a a half decent commercial agent i think you clear up very quickly okay fair enough well look i know it's going to be a, a short one this morning because um we're both pretty busy you gotta go and pick up carl whoever carl is uh, <laughs> so everybody thank you so much for joining us this morning um we're incredibly grateful have a really good sunday well done to everybody who picked up awards who were shortlisted who were rated as exceptional um absolutely fantastic top 10 percent. so congratulations to all of you and um look forward to seeing you next week hopefully joined by andrew overman yes take so care have a good have one a good thank you you too thanks luke bye